lawlessness in Philadelphia, mistreatment of a 95-year-old veteran, and the Gymnastics Federation makes a huge gaffe. This ain't your mama's podcast. It's the Chico Demanwell Show. Let's get it. If you're not familiar with Neil deGrasse Tyson, you're about to get familiar with him today. Neil deGrasse Tyson is a, let me see, I looked him up so I can get an accurate depiction of who he is. Now, Neil deGrasse Tyson is an American astrophysicist and writer. He's a, also a science communicator. He studied at Harvard University, the University of Texas at Austin, and Columbia University. And from 1991 to 1994, he was a postdoctoral research associate at Princeton University. Now, he's also a celebrity. He's had many appearances in the media. He's been on things like The Daily Show. He's been in cartoons. He's uh, he, he's kind of a he's he's a celebrity, even though people generally in his field do not achieve celebrity status. Like they aren't known for, you know, being in media and in and, 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 and pop culture, per se. But. Oh, yeah. And to quickly talk about what an astrophysicist is and why I'm going to draw a stark conclusion to what I'm about to let you hear. I looked up what is astrophysics says generative AI is experimental experimental info quality may vary. I didn't read that at first, but it's good to mention astrophysics is the study of the physics of the universe. It uses the laws of physics and chemistry to understand the universe and our place in it. Astrophysics explores topics such as the birth, life, and death of stars, planets, galaxies, and nebulae. Nebulae, however you want to put it. Astrophysics uses data gathered by astronomers using telescopes on Earth and in space. The data is combined with the laws and theories of physics to interpret the universe around us. Astrophysics has been an exciting field of exploration for centuries. Scientists in the field of astrophysics are known as astrophysicists. They analyze and interpret data and may work on a research team. All astrophysics courses require basic mathematical skills and certain mathematical techniques. Relevant undergraduate courses include differential equations, vectors and matrices, vector calculus, dynamics, and relativity. So that should give you a decent idea of what Neil deGrasse Tyson is, is, is um, what, he's, what he does, you know, what he's versed in, what, he, what he's knowledgeable about. So when I see a headline that says Neil deGrasse Tyson discusses views on gender ideology, I'm like, what the fuck has this got to do with astrophysicism or astrophysics? Like, why? And then what he says is outright fucking ridiculous. So they've got a little four-minute four minute clip where he was on a uh, podcast, Trigonometry. And uh, let's listen to what Neil deGrasse Tyson has to say about gender ideology while I rolled his blunt in the background. ...over time has been to communicate scientific knowledge to the public. Yeah. My only point was that if who you decide is male and female in the street is a construct of, of, of style and trends and what the beauty industrial complex wants you to see... 
if that's how we establish gender, then maybe some people want to be fluid within that gender. Uh -huh. However, what I would say is that the conversation in the public consciousness has become prominent not between people who want to defend the right of anyone to dress how they want and the people who want to prevent that. The reason the conversation has become an issue is that we assign and allow certain privileges to people based on their sex. If you are female, you get to compete only with people of your sex because females are at a disadvantage in physical competition to males in almost every sport. So I'm wondering whether the future of those sports is you don't contest gender with gender, you contest hormone ratios. What? Well, hold on a second. What, but what the, difference is the difference is physiologically between men and women are not just hormonal. Women have a different hip angle. They have different heart capacity. They have different lung capacity. I mean, there are profound physiological differences, different bone density. We've had okay, professional so then we athletes find, on the show so, to talk hold on. about it. I don't have a problem with that. Then you find ways to slice the population so that whatever the event is, is, is interestingly contested what does that so, even mean for example i wrestled in my life i was captain of my high school wrestling team it would be unfair for me at 190 pounds which is what i was back then to wrestle someone 120 pounds hold on it would actually be unfair for you to wrestle someone who is also 190 pounds but, female but let me let me work my way there so <laughs> what the trans conversation is foisting upon us is the need to find ways to slice the athletic universe such that we still have interesting fair matches. That's wrong. And is it a combination of did you go through puberty um, uh, uh, as a male? And Run that back, Neil. Did you get away there? So what the trans conversation is foisting upon us is the need to find ways to slice the athletic universe such that we still have interesting fair matches. That's a load of... And is it a combination of did you go through puberty um, uh, uh, as a male and then transition? Did you have puberty blockers? Um, what is your hormone level now uh, As you, if you want to compete? So it requires more creative thought. It does Rather not. Rather than saying... No to it all. Let's be creative about this. It's an unsolved problem. Yes. But it's not unsolvable, given what we know about human physiology. So why not rise to that occasion and solve it, rather than take your older view of the world and force modern, emergent conduct of people to fit that? I would go deeper. To that problem. So but you don't there are have women have whose, whose opportunities are being curtailed today because they are being forced to compete, whether in sports or elsewhere, against people who have some kind of advantage over We're, we're in a transitional period. So we have to figure that out. But the, 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 the way to figure out things that require solutions to progressive change is not to regress it to how things once were. If that were the case, I would still be drinking from a segregated water fountain, okay? N oh, no. Let's no. merge the water fountains and let's, let's create the opportunities from below so that we don't even need the short list, okay? That's how I would approach this. So, yeah, it, we're in the middle of solving that problem now. Fig let's figure it out together. I, I think uh, a lot of people would have an issue with what you're saying, Neil, is because they see women being denied opportunities. They see an unfair playing field, metaphorically and literally speaking. So fix the playing field, damn it! What, what, don't, don't say it's an unfair playing field, so all of a sudden the big issue is trans women taking the slot of a woman in an unfair playing field. Fix the playing field! And you know something? The day you fix that playing field, this conversation will look completely ridiculous. All right, the conversation's already completely ridiculous, Mr. Tyson. Turn my mic back towards me. Yeah, the, the, the conversation's already ridiculous. Now, what that, what that guy was just saying to him was that people, people would see what you're saying as women today 
are losing out on opportunities due to trans women, which we all know are biological men. So fix the playing field, damn it. That's your response, Mr. Astrophysicist. Study nebulae and, and, and relativity and all that shit. That's your... That's you're an Ivy League educated man, and this is your response to how to fix the issue of trans women in sports instead of saying no to everything, fix the playing field. First of all, to say to, to agree and make any kind of movement forward on the phrase fix the playing field insists that the playing field is fucked up, it's broken, it needs fixing. There's nothing wrong with sports. As long as it's men and women's. We've had men and women's sports since there have been sports. So that's not the problem. The playing field is not the problem. It's the people trying to play on the playing field. Trying to incorporate men into women's sports is stupid. It's fallacious. It's ignorant. It's, it's, it's nonsense. So for him to say we need to fix it with a more creative solution, like, no, there's nothing to fix. Trans women don't have a place in women's sports. And if you're not going to take the, the lesser of two evils and create a league for transgender individuals, then no, that is the answer. That's creative. No, stay the fuck out of sports. As I've said many times before, trans women in sports has been the number one most Hands like it's, it's the easiest thing for me to be opposed to, excuse me, because it's, it's patently absurd. It's absurd. And to sit here and listen to Neil deGrasse Tyson talk about this as if he's got some type of insight onto this relatively new thing and to just say we need to fix the playing field and uh, uh, older ways that we used to view the world no longer work. Like, yeah, okay. I understand that. I'm not opposed to change in the sense that some ideas over time fizzle out. Like they don't, they, they become obsolete, inept. They don't have a purpose. However, biological identity is not subject to that. Just because these motherfuckers walk around and say they're women, that doesn't mean anything. If that's the case, I'm the president of Cambodia. Like, what the fuck? I'm the president of the world. I'm the president of the universe. And if you fail to acknowledge my, my credentials, I will smite you. There's no problem with trans sports. The problem is people like Neil deGrasse Tyson, who propagate this nonsense as if this is like an open and shut. Oh, well, if they fix the problem in sport, you have to find a way to make it fair and interesting. Like, no. How the fuck? If that was the case, there would be co-ed sports or anything. You would be seeing women getting sacked. You would be seeing women getting dunked on. You'd be seeing guys get crossed. All that shit. You'd be seeing guys getting out and scored on a hockey ring. Whatever the fuck. There is no fair and interesting way to put men versus women in the field of athletics. Like, how often do you even see women over six feet tall? Like, you know what I mean? Guys over six feet. Like, got, like when do you see seven feet? When people like Shaq. Find a female Shaq. Find a female Yao Ming, find a female Dwight Howard, find a female Travis Kels and Ben Roethlisberger. Find me, fe like, those are anomalies in the, in the feminine anatomy. There is no fair and interesting and creative and engaging solution to this shit as Mr. Know-it-all, neo-astrophysicist, Neil deGrasse Tyson suggested is. And like the people on the podcast say, a lot of people would take issue with what you said because it's a fucking issue. It's not the playing field. It's the players. If you can't cut it against men, you don't get to put on a wig and some eyeshadow, grow your hair out, and say you're a woman, and then just dominate women. It does not work on the back end. You don't see trans men, DNA women, dominating men in anything. It's the end of that discussion. And fucking, whatever you want to call him, uh, 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 pe people with his with his influence, with his with, 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 who who know of Neil deGrasse Tyson and have followed him, like he's been in the media for a long time, 
And for him to get on there and say this shit is irresponsible. It should be criminal. There should be no, not make an exception here or depending on if you're harmony or bonded, there should be no, not one trans woman competing against women, actual women. They talk about, oh, well, there are some women who don't have uteruses and they're blah, 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 blah. They were born with one. Yeah, there might be some woman who had a surgical procedure where she had her uterus removed. But you have to have a uterus in order to have one removed. There have been no men with their uteruses removed. Just like there have been no women with their penises removed. Doesn't exist. Neil deGrasse Tyson should be fucking ashamed of himself. I used to be a fan of his. Like, like a fringe fan. But after this, he can go fuck himself. Fuck Neil deGrasse Tyson, loser. Oh, wait. What's one of my favorite things to say? I'm firing up right now. You should too. If I can find my lighter. There we go. Make sure you hear it. Know that I'm not lying. Got a gaping hole in this bitch, but we gonna work through it. It's temporary. Uh. We'll work through it. It'll go away in a second. Mm. I'm sorry, this really bothers me, but I just gotta smoke through it. Anywho, courtesy of the Associated Press, mobs of mass teens ransack Philadelphia stores. Police have made over a dozen arrests. And you got a picture of the Apple store up here pumping the new titanium iPhone 15. Police stand out, people stand outside an Apple store in Philadelphia Wednesday, September 27, 2023, which is today, <laughs> after it was ransacked the previous evening. Police say groups of teenagers swarmed in stores across Philadelphia in an apparently coordinated effort and stuffed bags with merchandise and fled. Now, this ain't even uncommon. Mm. It wasn't that long ago where footage of a dude who tried to just walk into 7-Eleven and think he was going to just like swipe all the cigarettes off the shelves, got his ass roundly beat. And legs probably fucking broken with a damn broomstick. Because you thought you were just going to walk up in here and just do shit. Mainly because there's no consequence. Now, luckily in this situation, a lot of these, these numb skulls were arrested. And that's exactly what the fuck they deserve. I saw a lot of this in Vegas. This, 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 uh, this overt retail theft. Where a motherfucker just walks into a store... Steals everything as much as he can fucking hold and loss prevention or security guards can't touch him for the safety of their own jobs. It's like, what the fuck is the point of having loss prevention if the loss is happening right in front of them and they can't fucking prevent it? Seems pretty backwards to me, but uh, let's read this article, shall we? Trying to fix my blunt, bear with me. Groups of teenagers swarmed in the stores in several areas of Philadelphia in an apparently coordinated effort, stuffing plastic bags with merchandise and fleeing, authorities said. Police arrested 15 to 20 people. There we go, baby. Now it's pulling. This flash mob style ransacking Tuesday night at stores, including Foot Locker, Lululemon and Apple, came after a peaceful protest over a judge's decision to dismiss murder and other charges against a Philadelphia police officer who shot and killed a driver, Eddie Irizarry, through a rolled up window. Those doing the ransacking were not affiliated with the protest. Interim Police Commissioner John Stanford said at a news conference calling the group a bunch of criminal opportunists. Video on social media showed mass people in hoodies running out of Lululemon with merchandise and police officers grabbing and grabbing several and tackling them to the sidewalk. 
excuse me. Video on social media so show mass pe oh no. Yeah, no. Tackling them to the sidewalk. Photos of a sporting goods store at a mall show mannequins and sneakers scattered on the sidewalk. The thefts and unrest stretch from downtown to northeast and west Philadelphia, leaving smashed display windows and broken storefront coverings. This destructive and illegal behavior cannot and will not be tolerated in our city. Mayor Jim Kinney, a Democrat, said on social media, calling it a sickening display of opportunistic criminal activity. His administration is working with police to, ask, to assess which areas of the city may need increased coverage or additional resources. People appear to have organized efforts on social media, Stanford said. Police are investigating that there was possibly a caravan of a number of different vehicles that were going from location to location and that a couple people in the caravan were in custody. There was a high number of young people in Philadelphia's downtown business corridor called Center City shortly before 8 p.m. And some officers stopped a group of males dressed in black attire and wearing masks. At that time, reports and 911 calls came in about the Foot Locker store. When police arrived, they found it had been ransacked in a coordinated attack, the news release said. The juveniles fled and at least one adult was arrested. Mm -hmm. By 8.12 p.m., police responded to similar calls at Lululemon, where people were arrested. Shortly afterward, calls directed police to the Apple store. No arrests were made there, but the store lost phones and tablets, although many have been recovered, the news release said. No injuries were immediately reported, but CBS Philadelphia reported that a security guard was assaulted at the Foot Locker. In North Philadelphia, a pharmacy owner said his store was broken into for a third time and items taken. I understand, you know, desperate times for people call for desperate measures, and there are plenty, plenty of opportunists that just see drugs. Uh, Benjamin Nackham told CBS. He said, though, that a safe in his store did his job, so there won't be any illicit narcotics hitting the street. Thefts occurred the same day Target announced it will close nine stores in four states, including one in New York City's East Harlem neighborhood and three in the San Francisco Bay Area, saying that theft and organized retail crime have threatened the safety of its workers and customers. Now, first of all, all these motherfuckers that have been arrested, good fucking riddance. You know? Over the years, I've, I've become a law-abiding citizen. I don't particularly care in the sense that I like being governed by a bunch of fucking laws all the time, but they exist for a reason. They're not there just to piss me off. And for these opportunists who think that they don't have to go to work, they don't have to get a job, they don't have to work for anything worthwhile. All they have to do is focus their effort in a criminal fashion and assault the people and, and companies and shit that have worked to build from the ground up. Not that long ago, in uh, uh, Portland, Walmart closed down the Portland store due to theft and, re and retail theft. Like people just walking in there with big garbage bags, you know, and walking out with merchandise. Even when I worked at Speedy Mart in Las Vegas. Fucking people walk in, steal some shit, and you can see it happening, but you're not allowed to intervene in any way. This extends to loss prevention people. Like, if you touch them and hurt them, you, as an individual and a company, could face legal penalties. So how is this shit not promoting a culture of lawlessness in our cities? Now, it's nice to hear, usually all the cities that have this shit happen are Democrat-run. So it's nice to hear a Democrat official saying that it's unacceptable and it won't be tolerated. You go just not that far from Philly. You go to New York and motherfuckers commit crimes and you're not allowed to identify them like you're not allowed to say it's young black men running the streets breaking into shit and shooting people because now you're you're being racist or you know it's, it's some type of clause that's drawn to to come to the aid of criminals i think it's disgusting what the fuck is the point of having police forces all this taxpayer money going to police forces when every time the police do their job they're scrutinized for it or when they try to do their job, they can't because they face some type of 
civil penalty or some shit, or they face losing their livelihood for trying to keep us all safe. Now, as I often piggyback off the Matt Walsh show, he made an interesting point about this theft that I didn't actually look at it that way until he said it. So let's just say a store like Walgreens, CVS Pharmacy, <coughs> Rite Aid, stores like that. Now, these stores provide resources, vital resources that are integral to the community to keep things functioning and flowing so people have access to things that they need. So when criminals and outlaws come into these stores and steal from them, walk in, grab merchandise as much as they can handle, and, and exit the store without paying for it. When this happens, you're not just stealing from Walgreens. You're stealing from the community that relies on these resources. People rely on this shit. So you can try to write it off like, oh, fuck, Walgreens got money anyway. They're a huge corporation. I'm, I'm taking from corporations, not people. Ah, bullshit. You're taking from both. Because these companies provide vital services that the community needs. They sell groceries and, and, and like, uh, uh, prescriptions, medicine, knee braces. Uh, they, they, they handle, like, printing these. They serve a vital purpose in the community. And when you steal from them, you're stealing from the community they serve. So I don't give a fuck if times are hard, like... Times are hard for everybody, man. It's usually always, life is hard. It does not reward weakness very often. So, if you're not prepared for the difficulties of life, and you rely on a life of crime and plundering and pillaging and shit, there is a place for you. These people win in the short term, but to draw back to Vegas again, like, let's say you're homeless and you just want to find a place to just kind of crash, get some rest before you get about the next day. Like, there's all the good spots are occupied or were once occupied and have been dealt with. I saw about at least 10 to 12 buildings that were like hot spots for homeless and drug activity. Within my two years there, get demolished. That's six buildings a year. That's like a building every two months. And that's just in the relative area that I was in. It's not like I was out and about Vegas all the time. But in the area where I was situated, it was an active movement against homelessness. My friend used to say, it's illegal to be homeless. And while that statement taken at face value is not true... I understand what she's saying. She's saying like anything that you would do as a homeless person that would serve your continuity, your sustenance, you being alive, it violates a law. So while the act of not having somewhere you can reside is not illegal, while that's not illegal in itself, everything that you would you are likely to do as a homeless person is most likely illegal. But that has nothing to do with the city. There is a level of order and, and safety that must be maintained. And when all these things happen to the point where it's driving businesses away, or they're incurring thousands, sometimes millions of dollars in damage, all because a judge didn't fucking sentence a cop for killing somebody. I understand that that's upsetting. I understand that it's injustice. I don't know the details of that case. But just speaking from an empathetic point of view, I understand how that can be upsetting. But destroying cities and businesses does not, for one, it does not change the action that happened. It does not do anything to the police officer except give him another chance to arrest you and put your thieving ass behind bars. Like, your reaction to what happened does not make anything better. I came across this video 
on YouTube one time called The Five Laws of Stupidity. And I'll close out on this. What I really want to highlight about these five laws of stupidity is not the five laws, but it was a grid that they made to kind of determine like what was stupid and what was intelligent and how it is a spectrum and not a dial. So they have a, a, a two by two grid, two squares up top, two squares in the bottom. They basically across amongst a, a square or a rectangle. And there are four quadrants and everybody within the realm of stupidity and intelligence falls somewhere within these four quadrants. Now, actions that are intelligent were deemed as actions that benefit oneself and benefit the people around oneself. Universally good actions. They have another quadrant where the, ac the action benefits oneself at the expense of someone else. So someone wins and someone loses. Though the winners of that engagement are called bandits, basically criminals. Now, you got another quadrant where the person take an action that it's a detriment to oneself, but is a benefit to someone else. Basically naive people or people who are easily taken advantage of or can't can't pick up on cues that they're being had. And the final quadrant was outright stupidity which was defined as actions that don't benefit oneself and don't benefit the people around them. Those actions are stupid. Those people are stupid. And you should avoid them at all costs. We underestimate the amount of stupid people that's out here. Like vastly underestimate the amount of stupid people. But this article provides a great example. These people riding around the city breaking into businesses, getting arrested, stealing shit that has GPS tracking in it, you dumb fucks. Like, this shit can be tracked. You broke into the fucking Apple store. What's wrong with you? Apple? Like, what the fuck, man? This is, these are stupid people, and they should be avoided at any cost, all costs. How long are we going to let this stupidity drive businesses out of cities, cost millions of dollars, and promote more of it by the lack of response to it. This shit is heinous, it's blatant, and it's done with complete disregard for public safety and human life. Just like those fucking assholes who hit and killed that retired police officer. This lawlessness shit has got to stop. And... Once again, piggybacking off Matt Walsh, like they need severe punishments, severe. Or there's nothing else stopping them from doing this shit. And that's, that's just the, the unmitigated truth about it. This one really pulls at my heartstrings, courtesy of Fox News. 95-year-old veteran kicked out of nursing home to make way for migrant ho housing, lawmakers say. Have you got a video attached to it? I'm going to play it for you. So, Frank, I think they want to hear from you no, no. about uh, no. your thoughts. No. <laughs> okay. First. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. There's a mic. No, I guess it's this microphone. Firstly, I'd like to thank you for having me here. It's a great pleasure to meet all these people as interested as I am in what's going on. Now, the thing I'm annoyed about is how they did it. It was very disgraceful what they did to the people in Island Shores. They gave us time to get out, but they never said when, and they never said they will go and get us out. And then one day, there's a thing on the board, a notice on the board, you gotta be out by March 15th. I think that gave us like a month and a half to find out where we're gonna go. I thought my suitcases were gonna be on the curb. 
because I'm not that fast. If it wasn't for my daughter, they would have been on the curve. <laughs> but that's what it happened. And uh, that was it. I said, no, 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 you're not moving me. And they said, yes, 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 we are. And it, uh, everything was done behind closed doors. Yeah. And we didn't have a chance to actually make any attempt to stop them because there wasn't enough time. I thank Richie over there for looking after me. <laughs> he did a terrific job. Hey, Frank, that's all good. Between him, my daughter, and my grandkids, I survived. <laughs> well, I'll say this. Uh, Frank is very fortunate to have a loving family and a support system. He's fortunate to have his daughter Barbara, his grandson Michael, have been willing to help, but not every senior has that. And we know that there are seniors that were in that facility that did not have that support system, and that's why we demand to know what happened to them. But it also brings up a point that they were forced to leave on a certain day in March. Yet, when the elected officials inquired, they were told they don't want to sell in this market. They, what was the rush then? That's the question we need the media to ask Homes for the Homeless. If you didn't sell the property and you still weren't interested in selling the property, then what was the rush to get these senior citizens out? They deserve to know. They deserve to have answers. And if this is a nonprofit organization that wants to keep its nonprofit status, they better have the answers to those questions. I thank you all for coming, and I'm sure you have questions, not for me, for our friend Frank here. Oh, we. That was uh, kind of difficult to watch. Let's see. Uh, read the article. 95-year-old Korean War veteran said he was given less than two months' notice to figure out where he was going to live after the nursing home he resided in was sold to become a facility for undocumented migrants. Veteran Frank Tomorrow joined Representative Nicole Maliotakis, a vocal critic of New York City's handling of the migrant crisis, at a press conference on Monday to discuss the reported deal. The thing I'm annoyed about is how they did it. It was very disgraceful what they did to the people in Island Shores. He said that Island Shores gave us time to get out, but not enough time to protest the decision to boot residents, which tomorrow said he tried to do. Then one day there was a notice on the board. I think they gave us a month and a half to find out where we were going to go. I thought my suitcases were going to be on the curb because I'm not that fast. If it wasn't for my daughter, they would have been on the curb. That was it. I said, no, 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 you're not moving me. And they said, yes, 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 we are. Everything was done behind closed doors. We didn't have a chance to actually make any attempt to stop them because there wasn't enough time. New York City Councilman David Carr confirmed to local outlet SI Live that he was informed by the city's Department of Social Services that the migrant facility would open there this week. Fox News Digital reached out to the, the Department of Social Services for confirmation but did not immediately hear back on Tuesday. Fox News' digital attempt to contact the number associated with Island Shore senior residents could not be completed. This facility is listed as permanently closed online. Malyatakis said the reported deal was showing our countries and cities and our city's priorities are backwards. My blood pressure went through the roof when I found out Homes for the Homeless cut a deal with the city of New York to turn Island Shores into a migrant shelter, the GOP lawmaker said. Our tax dollars as citizens of New York should not be utilized to house citizens of other countries, especially at the expense of our senior citizens and veterans who put their lives on the line, paid taxes their whole lives, and built our communities. Tens of thousands of migrants have come to New York City over the last year, buckling the city's infrastructure and overwhelming housing officials. A judge sided with Staten Island lawmakers on Tuesday in the ruling that a migrant facility in the borough converted from a former Catholic school should close. Wow. That's fucking nuts, dude. Like, could you imagine, like, some motherfuckers just showing? Whoa, 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 whoa. Could you imagine some motherfuckers just showing up? Like, you've been in this country your entire life, Social Security number, taxes, Medicaid, Fed and state, Social Security, all that shit, and for a nigga to just show up, like, you don't know where this motherfucker came from. Take your jobs. Take your housing. Like, regardless of the kind of people that they are, they could be the nicest, most kind people anywhere. But that's, like, by definition, an invasion. That's an invasion. You've been invaded. 
by people who have not done anything for this country. They've come from somewhere else. I recently had a discussion like this with some fucking devout left winger. This guy's like, so, so like, but these people are fleeing wars. And if, what the fuck? Okay, if, you, if, if, if you're coming to the United States on asylum, there's a process for that. You can't just walk in. You can't just walk in. I seen another, uh, uh, what was it on? Oh, fuck. I th- it was on, uh, it was a Ben Shapiro short. And this dude had on a fucking Biden Harris uh, 2020 shirt. And he was talking about, like, how, like, all this land we conquered and blah, blah. And anybody should be able to come here, blue, 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 blue. And he's like, really, anybody? Well, I got my three friends from Honduras here, you know. Like, they're, they're here and they have nowhere to go. Can they stay with you? And he's like, well, uh, uh, he's like, this is the medication that Hector takes. And all three of them, they got to take a shit right now, like right just now. Completely different tune in. Dude said, no, no, they can't stay here. It's like, why not, man? You just said they should be able to come. They, they, they could just show up. You know, you're a hypocrite. You're a fucking hypocrite. Which is like, yeah, it's, it's all fun and games until it's time to actually do the shit. That's leftism in a nutshell. Like this 95, like all I think about is like my grandmother, like how like she didn't, she didn't, wasn't killed by COVID, but it was kind of the nail in the coffin. I see like if you've never had like an elder, like a grandparent that cared for you and that spent time with you and was there for you, like you probably, it, it probably don't, don't hit home like that. But when I see this type of shit, I get infuriated. Like, I get absolutely enraged. Because it, how, the people that built this country for real, like, left, leftists want to shout that shit out and talk about reparations and shit. No, these are the people that actually fucking did it. Not just talked about it. You talk about some generational trauma, man. What the fuck you think that man has been through? generational trauma shut the fuck up man i don't be wanting to hear about that shit oh it's generational the the trauma of my ancestors and yeah well what about you because uh they all died so you could be who you are right now and you've got the nerve to try to adopt qualities out of all the qualities you could take from those people you pick trauma and victimhood you fucking bitch (laughs) like come on man for real? It's nonsense. It's disrespectful. It's fuck. It's real disrespectful. That man got children, grandchildren. Just said fuck them too. There's somebody who put their life on the line to have what we have now. How does that not infuriate you? And then... To, to, to sidebar it real quick, like, did you hear what this man said? If it wasn't for his, his, his daughter and his grandchildren, if it wasn't for his family, he's got family who cares about him, who actually cares about him, who see the sacrifices he made and are willing to sacrifice in return. That's what built this fucking country, families. And we get to sit back and watch motherfuckers tear it all down, treat our fucking veterans like horse shit for some niggas that just walked into this bitch. I'm sure it's something political. It's it's all politically motivated. Like, of course it's politically motivated, but I don't give a shit. Like, politics should not extend to this. You give these people 45 days to figure out where to go? 45 days? Elderly, disabled, fixed income. Come on, man. Come on. 404 upvotes for some reason. And 10,000 downvotes. I got to give praise. Like, I get some of my headlines from Microsoft Edge. And I generally don't fuck with Internet Explorer or anything Microsoft Edgy. Like, I don't know. But I got to say, in terms of finding content like this it's amazing it's really good at that i gotta give it credit i just 
I know that's not really relevant to this, but I, just, I can't find this shit on my phones. <laughs> and this is the shit I want to find, but this is the shit that needs to be talked about. These are the things that matter. Courtesy of man and home. It's a complex issue. Gymnastics Federation says athletes can choose locker rooms and uniforms based on gender identity. All right. Um, this one is a slide. Thank God. I got a lot to say about this one. In an unprecedented announcement, the Australian Gymnastics Federation has made a groundbreaking decision that would allow athletes to choose their locker rooms and uniforms based on their gender identity. This decision advances the push for inclusivity in sports, setting a fresh new precedent in the sporting industry. But the change hasn't come without controversy. You're goddamn right it ain't came without controversy. So uh, this is the part of the problem. This is what happens when your country goes woke. Australia's woke as fuck. So now you can let grown men into locker rooms with underage and grown women. Yeah, you can let them do it at the, at the, at, 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 uh, at whatever age. Age isn't even a factor now. All you gotta do is put on a wig and, you know, say they're a woman, say they believe they're a woman and get some unadulterated access to whatever actual woman they want. And this isn't about the percentage of people that would not abuse a power like this. It's about the power itself. Like it's not about the responsibility necessary to handle such a power. It's about the power itself. Like that's too much. There isn't, it's not about, you can't be responsible with that much power. Like that's far too much power. And this trans movement has far too much power, far too much. I'll say it one more time. Far too much fucking power. Uh, Gymnastics Australia's new inclusive policy. Gymnastics Australia, the national body overseeing the sport, has revised this policy in an effort to foster inclusivity. The amendments now give athletes the authority to make choices concerning locker room usage and uniform selection. These decisions are based on their self-identified gender. This policy shift carries with it various implications, not only for individual participants, but also for the broader scope of the sport. The change has brought about a wide variety of reactions with many people in support of the change and some against it. And see, it should be everybody in support of everybody against the change and nobody in support of it. I just, I don't, I don't see how this is not like a, this is a, this should be a no brainer for real. And it's not, it's not because we're having to have this discussion. We have to talk about this. This is not conversation. This is biology. This is life. This is real life that they trying to twist the fabric of reality on. All this language changing, all the, all this shit is culture cancer. And we just sit back and let it happen and we don't say shit, you know, long, long, just not in my backyard, you know, just, you can't have that attitude. Like, if you don't care about this shit, you should. You absolutely should. What the fuck, man? The policy states the intent. To affirm our commitment to supporting the inclusion of trans and gender diverse identifying people in gymnastics. To ensure we foster a safe, welcoming environment for gender diverse people by eliminating discriminate, discriminative, it should have been discriminatory, discriminative behavior within Gymnastics Australia facilities, programs, and services. To affirm our support of gender affirming practices in our programs, operations, and competitions. To promote a safe and inclusive, welcoming environment that engages and keeps participants with diverse genders and sexualities involved with gymnastics. So, uh, basically they're saying they don't give a fuck about women. They don't care. What women say, think, feel, what they're going to do, what the fuck they want to do. And if you don't like it, you can go to hell. That's what they're saying. When I hear to affirm our commitment to supporting the inclusion of transgender, diverse, identifying people, in I hear fuck women completely. That's what I hear. Fuck their thoughts, fuck their feelings, fuck their existence. All under the guise of inclusivity and 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 
kindness and being welcome to gender diverse identifying people. Like, man, fuck that. The, the world of athletics is not a place for all that. As is most places. <laughs> this shit is wild, bro. Shit is for real fucking wild. Gender identity is key. The key changes Gymnastics Australia will be making to their policy regarding the accessibility of uniforms and facilities. In both cases, athletes will not be able to pick the uniform and facility corresponding to their gender identity. Athletes will not be required to take hormones or have surgery to access their chosen facilities. Well, for fuck's sake, that used to be like the one saving grace, not literally, but in the sense that if you supported this weird shit, you could have some, like you would know that these people have at least made a sustained attempt and they've been consistent with this shit for a long time. It's not like motherfuckers just throwing on a wig and shaving close, you know? And now you don't even need to take hormones or have any kind of surgery. Like, all you got to do is believe or say you believe. And that's enough to place, uh, to mix genders and confuse everyone and everything. Like, this shit should not be confusing. It's one of the simplest facets of human existence. Men and women. That's it. Ain't no third gender. Ain't no inter all that intersex shit. No. Non-binary. No. If gender identity is key, it's not really up to you. To say male and female is social constructs is bullshit. Find me an animal species. That's that's non-binary. Don't say something like jellyfish. I'm talking about like there's male and female lions, there's male and female elephants, there's male and female monkeys, there's male and female giraffes, there's male and female fucking fish, there's male and female insects, male and female lizards. Male and female. The common theme through amongst all of that shit. You think lions walk around talking about some, hmm, I wonder if I'm gonna be be masked or femme today. No. It's not natural. That's a social construct. Locker room policy. Athletes can now choose a locker room that aligns best with their gender identity rather than being restricted to the space determined by their biology. It wasn't determined by their biology. It was determined by humans. That it makes sense for areas regarded with such privacy, such as a bathroom, that you keep male and female separate. It's worked fine. It's always worked fine. It's not like it's never been an instance where a guy's gone into the women's restroom where a woman's gone to the male. Maybe one of the female restroom ain't working. So, like, she got to, you know, make sure the bathroom's empty. She go in there, use it, come out or whatever, whoop-de-whoop. Like, whatever, yeah. Or in, in the inverse, the male's restroom is broke. You just check, make sure ain't no females in there going whoop-whoop-whoop. One, that's just to protect yourself. If you're the only person in that bathroom and for a... a, a a, a circumstance out of your control, like it's best to be in there by yourself. You don't want to be in there with some woman who could bring up allegations about you 15 years later about some shit you remotely may have allegedly possibly almost close to have done. And that'll just ruin you. So it's better to be in there by yourself. Cause like nobody gives a fuck if you touch yourself. <laughs> Hell, it probably happens more than you care to care to believe. Uniform policy. Gymnasts are also permitted to choose uniforms that square with their gender identity. <clears throat> this nod towards greater inclusivity allows athletes to perform at their best, comfortable in the knowledge that their individual identities are respected and embraced. What the fuck has that got to do with gymnastics? What, what, what has that got to do with gymnastics at all? What's that got to do with the uneven bars or the pummel horse or the fucking uh, the, the, the suspended rings, the damn balance beam? Like, what what's, what? What's that got to do with gymnastics? I mean, that's what I'm trying to figure out when I read that shit. Like, to perform to choose uniform that square with their gender identity. What has that intrinsically got to do with fucking gymnastics at all? It just seems like people's sexual proclivities run rampant. Like, it's just off the hinges. It is unhinged narcissism and, and sex sexual related things just taking the, the, the top position in the hierarchy of their value system. Uh, oh man, not even saying, not even excusing that verb. Guidelines for inclusivity. 
The Federation's policy aligns with the International Olympic Committee's guidelines on transgender athletes. These guidelines stipulate that athletes can compete in the gender category of their choice provided they meet certain requirements. This will effectively grant Australian gymnasts the freedom to choose locker rooms and uniforms in accordance with their gender identity, ensuring a more inclusive environment for all participants. You mean a more dangerous environment for women. That's what you mean. And perhaps men, too. To live in a society where, like, allegations against men are almost more powerful than the allegations being true. Why would you ever want to let women into the men's restroom? Like, as a man, like, why would you be okay with this? Like, you opening yourself up to so much possible scorn and fury and all kind of shit. Allegations, being, being called a rapist or a sex offender. Like, you open yourself up to all of that shit by doing something like, hey, so yeah, you guys can come in here and pee with us. You pee, yeah, pee, you can pee in here. As long as I can pee in there, can I pee in there? If you, like, why don't we just pee in each other's bathrooms? Why don't we make the women's bathroom the men's bathroom and the men's bathroom the women's bathroom? Why don't we just piss on the floor? Why don't we just shit wherever we want to, you know? Why don't I just shit on your front yard instead of my front yard because your front yard is closer? Like, what the fuck? That's what that shit is. It's basically just, hey, let's just do, let's just do something. Let's not, come on, think about all that background and evidence and tradition and history. Fuck all that. Just do it, man. If it feels good, just do it. Does it feel good or does it not feel good? When things happen to you, give it the test. Does it feel good or does it not feel good? If it's the first one, you go ahead and do it. If it's the second one, you don't fucking do it. And you just live your life that way. That's what this is. Inclusive. Why do you need to include men in the women's bathroom? Why do you need guidelines on how to do something so obviously heinous? Bizarre, unprecedented, outrageous, horrifying. This goes against everything natural. This does not align with humanity. Shit's weird. F-bomb. Next slide. How will this benefit trans people? In a world that is gradually recognizing the fluidity and diversity of gender identities... The Australian Gymnastics Federation's decision is indeed a powerful one. It not only affirms the identity of trans athletes, but also helps alleviate stressful situations that may be caused by gender-restrictive regu regulations. Studies have indicated that gender-affirming policies play a significant role in promoting participation and improving satisfaction among transgender athletes. What studies? What studies? What study? How long have gender-affirming policies been around? They haven't been around long enough for a motherfucker to say... Studies have indicated, like, the studies are still being studied. And what study? I haven't seen no, nothing saying fucking, oh, gender-affirming policy play a significant role in promoting participation and improving satisfaction among trans, like, satisfaction and, and, and participation? They shouldn't be participating, first of all, unless you're going to participate in, as what you was born as. Fuck what you went through puberty as. Like, I don't give a damn. The people who don't, the women without uteruses, unless they're athletes, they don't have a seat at this table. Like, if you was born with what is and always has been male or female reproductive organs, that is your sex. That is what you are. You don't get a role in that dice. You don't get to roll those dice. Like, it just happens. It is what it is. And that's that. It's not what you were programmed to think. It's just simple. It's an attack on language that makes this shit seem the least bit plausible. More and more sports organizations are getting on board, unfortunately. An increasing number of sports organizations worldwide are initiating the adoption of similar policies. The importance of inclusive policies and practices has been acknowledged by these organizations as they aim to provide every athlete encompassing transgender and non-binary athletes with the necessary support and opportunities to excel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Eliminating discriminative behavior. With a renewed commitment to eradicate gender-based discrimination in gymnastics, which doesn't exist, Gymnastics Australia has introduced a progressive policy. This plan aims not only at eliminating the glaring forms of discrimination, but also in addressing the subtler, often overlooked variants. The initiative aims to nurture acceptance and respect for athletes' gender identities in a historically binary sport like gymnastics. 
Will this pave the way for other organizations to foster an environment of equity and acceptance? Only time will tell. You guys are an invented category. Like, there is no discrimination against you. There was no need to include you prior to the emergence of you very recently ago. All this identity shit did not matter. So there was no need to, in, to, to stick a clause into the rule book regarding who could participate. Because it was simple. Man, female. Male, woman. Need to, why do we need to respect your gender identity? Why do I even need to fucking know? And why do you think that you need to force this on me? Don't you think if it was beneficial to, to, to some degree, I would gravitate towards it? I have, and I, I've seen firsthand that it's garbage. It's garbage. I don't even need someone to, to point that out for me no more. It's, it's overtly garbage. It's incoherent. It's stupid. Athletes respond to the change. Understanding the perspective of the athletes themselves is crucial in discussing policy changes. Various gymnasts have voiced their opinions, revealing a spectrum of emotions and thoughts regarding the shift in locker room and uniform policies. Their unique perspectives provide a more rounded view of the issue. However, not all athletes are unequivocally supportive. Some express anxiety and uncertainty about the changes. Warriors range from issues of fair competitions to safety concerns and shared spaces. Now, why would they be worried about that? Why would you be worried about fair competition and shared space? It's just trans women, bro. Like, they're women. So if women, if what we call women are going up against women, like, it's the same word. What's the big deal? The words are the same. Like, what are you worried about safety? Because, like, the men will keep the women safe and the women will keep the men safe. That's how it's always been. Studies show that women have always kept men safe in shared spaces since never. Motherfucker. Challenges to be overcome. Gymnastics Australia's acceptance of athletes' gender identity is innovative but brings potential challenges. Issues like locker room use and uniform selection may create complications, particularly for those not fully supportive or understanding of these changes. These challenges might include teammate unease, ensuring privacy and safety, policy disapproval, legal noncompliance issues, and designing uniforms stable for, stable for all genders, suitable for all genders, excuse me. I mean, yeah, it seems like an awful lot of work, but to these people, that once you do that, once you acquiesce and give them this, they're going to want something else because they're stuck in a perpetual cycle of want. They're greedy people. They've been infested with horrible values. They're narcissists. They're conceited. Everything is about them. And, and giving in to this shit is a slippery slope. You remember how this shit first started, right? We just want equality. We want to be, look where it's at now. So we need another slippery slope in the opposite fucking direction. My Lord. Controversy surrounding gender inclusivity. Talking about gender inclusivity in sports can bring up many differing opinions. Many people are excited because it means more fairness and equality, but others worrying about keeping sports competitive. Ain't that kind of the same thing? Fairness and equality, but keeping sports competitive? You keep things competitive by making it fair and equal? Like, I'm, I'm getting the vibe that this shit is just all double talk at this point, which further propagates what i say about this shit being incoherent like it's just it's just in language look at all these words like they don't need as many words as they're using to say this shit a big concern is biology like this is this this is like when you need to write a report in college and you just you, you be you be verbose about real simply explainable shit to boost your word count that seems like what this is at this point because it's not there's nothing substantial in this there's nothing substantial. People who support this view think that athletes assigned male at birth may still have physical benefits even after transitioning. Now, see, if you just look at the language of this, like, they're talking as if this is the norm. So I think this is going to be the last article I pulled from Man vs. Home, or Man and Home or whatever, because I can clearly see the bias is, is in to the left. What's this just say? This isn't about dismissing their challenges, but it's about acknowledging that the issue is complex. Adding more to the discussion, some people are worried about system issues. They're worried that an athlete might lie about their gender identity to get a competitive advantage. However, right now, this is just a fear with no proof to back it up. Like, the fuck? No. And it's not like I didn't see the bias earlier on. I'm just trying to read this shit in full, but I'm not... 
a Me Too issue. Men can't get like, yeah, I, man. Just, just out of the sake of just can, I've cut off the rest before, but I'm 20 minutes into this shit. I'll finish it. The discussion around expanding locker room and uniform choices brings up safety concerns. These must not be ignored. It's crucial to keep a safe, respectful environment for all athletes. Like, duh. Verbose. Like George Carly used to say, like, spooky language. Like, it's just a language. Trying way too hard to sound authoritative and official. Some critics believe that using facilities based on gender identity might invade other athletes' privacy. However, a more complex solution may be needed instead of simple restrictions. Such as what? Communication and education about gender identities can help maintain respect in shared spaces with adequate guidelines. Safety issues can be mitigated. How? Communication and education about gender identities. What about that is inherently protective? You see what I'm saying? Like this article is bullshit. It's just a bunch of words meant to lull your mind off to sleep, over explaining very simple concepts. Also concerns around competitive fair competitive fairness. Arise with the proposed policy. Critics suggest that biological males might have physical advantages in certain sports, impacting competition fairness. That last phrase, impacting competition fairness, like physical advantages, of course that means it's, uh, it's going to affect the fairness. You have an advantage. Verbose for no, for no reason. However, individual differences have always existed in competitive sports. This situation, like others, requires balanced approaches. Like, what is the solution here? What is this? This article is garbage. Man is home. Man and home is garbage. With advancements in gender inclusivity, while advancements in gender inclusivity are a triumph for diversity, some people express concerns over the possible misuse of policies. Former athlete Paula Scanlon expressed her concerns, saying, "One might wonder what happened to the Me Too movement, a movement that seemed ideally positioned to advocate for the safeguarding of women's safety from physical and SA during these recent gender debates." Of course, there's a Me Too issue. But when you think about it, it's actually not a Me Too issue because Me Too got the people that wanted to get. Because now that this is actually happening in a, in, a, in, a, in a method that's not, that doesn't lend itself to Me Too's agenda, they don't give a fuck. They don't give a fuck. Good. That's the end of it. Men, and I see something that's supposed to lead me into the next one. Which I'm probably not going to do. If it's from Man and Home, I'm not reading that shit. This is the last fucking thing I will pull from this goddamn whatever they are. This headline says, Men can't give birth. Transgender man proves transphobes wrong and gives birth to daughter. All right, we're done here. That's the show. Thanks for listening. Follow me on Facebook at the Chico Demanwell Show. We're going to do an episode of After Hours coming up. I got some extra time this week, so you know where we're going to put it. I've got nothing else for you. Until next time, I holla.